0: 90 days, they all feel a need Women who can laugh at these dumpster fires While at the same time keep inspiring Southern sass meets Midwestern class Tough, up talk up, much talk, load the clock It's Pink Shade with Erin and Mary Payne Pink Shade, your ears will never be the same Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade This is Erin Martin, I'm here with my bunkie my sister wife for life doctor baby girl mary payne gilbert hey mary payne how you doing today
1: i'm all right i just went to the ent for my uh throat issue so we're gonna work on that so i'm feeling great like i put on makeup and left the house it's great
0: yeah. you look like a million bucks today and i look much like my login name which is one middle-aged body bag mm. i have uh Really let things go downhill. In fact, I was looking at pictures from, I don't know, like six months ago, and I was thinking, I'm at the point in quarantine where I want to look like I did halfway through quarantine. And you know, then I was like, oh man, things are really going downhill. Mm -hmm. I would like to
1: look like I looked at the beginning of quarantine when I was already way downhill. (laughs) But now I'm so far down the hill. <laughs> it's like those, you know, those, um, those cartoons you see with the little, with the little thing pushing the boulder up the hill. That's, that's me. That's me. That's where I am, but it's okay. Like I said, I felt good. I, I got out. I was you in the,
0: great, I was in you the public. Great.
1: I was in a uh, medical building. We all masked up. And then of course they had to look in my throat. So I had to like take my mask off while he Dug around in there, and then I like put it back on. But it felt good for those few minutes to be seen. My whole
0: my whole face be seen, be <laughs> seen. Like all, the, the the lower third is finally revealed. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. gonna be so weird when we see the lower third of everyone's face again in public. I'm gonna be like, what? I'm not gonna even know. know how to register an entire face in front of me. I think in we'll a group.
1: all be like panicked for a while if we see a group of people without a mask. I, I saw some, you know, uh, road workers today, and I was thinking. Oh, they're all in masks. And of course, oh, and I just was sucks. listening to some podcast and I thought like, man, it'll be so weird when in the future we can see people just working on the side of the road or doing mm-hmm. their regular thing with no masks. But I'm like, actually, that's the way it's supposed to be. So actually, our, am going to tell you what, our minds are warped. What is this doing to the youth of America? I don't know. It is know. so,
0: I know it's so yeah. warped. I was thinking that too, because they've been taking tons of pictures in Skyler's school that she goes four days a week and they all mask up and they do social distance. And about I say about a third of the school is doing remote, so they have spread out. Mm -hmm. And they but they're trying to make it as regular as possible when they can. So they take pictures of the kids doing their projects, everyone's got their big old mask on. It's all these little tiny kids, you know. And I'm like, they're gonna look back at this almost like we look at pictures of the Dust Bowl, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Mm -hmm. those iconic moments. In history, that you know exactly when that was and where that was. Now, in this yes. case, it's going to be worldwide. Amazing. Okay, we're not going to talk about this anymore because we've got okay. some more interesting things to talk about. Unfortunately, yeah. the coronavirus has come to our shit shows, though. I mean, Jenny and Sumit have turned into a corona inspired theme and i'm not ready for it i'm not ready for all of our shows to go there but that's where the reality tv yeah world is going because catching it's reality up. tv and it's yeah, catching, catching up, up. yeah it's catching up to us with a quickness and um you know who it didn't catch up to yet though are hot Fallon.
1: oh right right, right. dylan uh-huh. and heather
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep she outran that she outran that and didn't even stick around to film anymore i think after this week but we could talk about that when we get to Love After Lockup in just uh-huh. a sec. Yeah, I watched his
1: one of his little Instagram things this week yeah. where he did
0: like ask me things.
1: People were asking him questions, and I was like, very interesting. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Yeah, you can talk about what you found out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, you guys. Okay, so our Pink Shade Patreon is where we put all of our bonus material that is just an assortment of things. Right now, Mary Payne and I are going <laughs> deep into our journalism souls and doing... A multi-part recap and discussion of the timeline of the events leading up to and the events themselves of the Chris Watts family annihilation case. And it is, um, it's a lot. It's a lot, but I think covering it has been eye-opening for me. And this was really highlighted in the Netflix documentary, American Murder, The Family Next Door. So if you guys saw that, we recap that in part one. Again, this is the Pink Shade Patreon. You can click on the link below in the show notes if you want to join. It unlocks unlocks all the old episodes too. There's like over a hundred episodes in there of all different stuff we've done. And, uh, yeah, Mary Payne's got like 50 pages of notes. I've got Ooh. serial killer stickers all over my desk. I mean, my <laughs> husband is like, are you planning on doing something to me? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is about something else. Don't worry about it. Don't look over <laughs> here. Yeah. I look like a mental patient over here, but anyway, don't look over here. Don't <sighs> look at my desk. Cause it looks like, um, I could be arrested right now based on the things I have written down and based on my Google search history. But if those of you who have joined the Pink Shade Patreon to support us, thank you. I hope you're enjoying the content. And our premium Pink Shade Patreon sponsors, Zamber Z, Amy S, and Auntja, or Antia Aunt, L. I'm sorry, I'm, try- I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but excuse me for mispronouncing that. And uh, let me know what it is, if you yeah. can reach out and tell me how to do it. Thank you guys for supporting us over there. And also over on the Hey Bunky Patreon. It is one of our favorite weeks in Hey Bunky because this week eee. we get to start recapping our beloved Welcome to Platville Season 2! I am so excited. I'm thrilled. We're going to add that to our list. I am so happy.
1: I was so worried when when it ended that they wouldn't do a second season because there was so much family strife. But I was like, but it would make a good second season because then it could follow three different Plath situations of which they're doing. The people on the farm, Ethan and Olivia, and then uh, Mariah and Hot Brother.
0: What's his name? Yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so the children of the corn who are still the little ones mm-hmm. who are they're trapped like as we yeah. all we're all we're all plaths now we're all mm-hmm. trapped mm-hmm. in houses together and stuff and yeah then ethan and olivia who are going to follow their marriage it looks like things are kind of crazy in that storyline and then the two who got away mm-hmm. mariah and what is his name and i we'll talk about it on hey bunky you guys mm-hmm. we got so deep into it last season we were ooh deep into it we've recapped it all on the hey bunky patreon if you join that at any level, you get access to everything we're recapping and everything we've done in the past as well. So if you need extra content, those are the two places you can go. Thank you to everyone for um, signing up over there. Are you ready to do Love After Lockup? Two Body Bags is the name of this week's episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, what? They got, that's so stupid. They named it after like one statement she made at the very end. I'm like, come on, we need some we need some better naming of these episodes. Uh,
0: because she usually has the most iconic statements. I mean, she's up in a parking lot being like, "He's gonna have to bring two body bags." Yeah, don't worry, I'm destiny. On mm-hmm. Yeah, we start with we start though with the um, the really romantic proposal by the dirty river. Um, all right, let me scroll down to those two.
1: Um, and this week you did a really, really gross post. I'm not really sure which Instagram you did it on, but it was a picture of Sean and his disgusting mouth hole and then um, Scott in his disgusting mouth hole that is blown up 12 sizes its normal size. And you're like, if you had to, which one? People are like... <laughs> I would throw myself off a bridge instead. I would not. I mean, what, what, What's at stake? Is it world peace?
0: Is it What's at stake? Know. I don't know. A vaccine. A vaccine. I don't oh. know. I, mm. I just feel like, you know what? We all should look deep within ourselves in these moments and think, if you had to, mm. which one would ya? you? Can't you can't opt out. You can't mm-hmm. opt out.
1: Well, uh, again, if, if it's for a vaccine to get the world back to normal, I would take one for the team. The team, and, meaning the you, the world as a whole, but, <laughs> but who would but, you choose? Well, they each have, they each have their cons and their cons. Neither one of them have any pros. Uh, I guess I would choose, um, I would choose Scott. I'm
0: going to go okay. ahead and say it.
1: Mm-hmm. All because right, hear, because Sean's mouth. Tech? Yeah. Because Sean's mouth hole looks like infected <laughs> on the inside. On the inside, because of the teeth <laughs> at the bottom that are rotten, but um, Scotts just looks like he has a, just a just a allergy going on, and we we could fix that up with some cortisone, maybe some Benadryl <laughs> cream. Benadryl cream and a Zyrtec, maybe some Flonase. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Flonase. <laughs> Take a, a long ENT appointment right. to be like, look, we both need help here. We need help. Yeah. So I went for for humanity. That's the only reason. That's the only I reason. I love that you
0: say Scott is infected inside of his mouth because, or no, Sean is infected yeah, inside of his mouth. There's something happening. Things are rotting out. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to be able to read. <laughs>
1: are you okay, Erin? Is up for share? This is what she does.
0: You guys, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm just picturing him being like, Destiny. <laughs> and those teeth poking out. You guys, oh, if these guys weren't so despicable and just dumbasses, I mean, of course, we would not focus on the mouth holes as much as we do, but we just can't help it. You know, we're not for everyone. We realize that. Oh, my oh, gracious. We cannot okay. we cannot um, not focus on it. Um, anyway. Alright, okay, let's so go back to Sean's, Sean's mouth in. hole. Sean, Sean. Destiny. Now you've got everybody doing
1: that now. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they're, uh, you know, doing the thing where he uh, proposed That's where we left off. And she says, you know, I never expected this. Like, it's forever. Like, is he joking? And then he, she's still staring at him and she goes, yes, that's crazy. Damn. (laughs) And uh, she says, uh, you know, neither one of us have ever been married before. And he knows it's death. Do they part? And I'll go back to prison for real. Like I will kill somebody. And I mean, that's romance right there. And I I I, believe her mm -hmm. like, that's it. Like, I'll go back to prison. Let's do your part. And then he says, well, I'm just happy. She said, yes. And now I know she's
0: (sighs) oh my (sighs) My God, what is going on inside that man's mask? Speaking of masks. Ooh ooh ooh, 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 It's
1: real smelly when he takes that off. So she says um, this, the next day they're, you know, wherever they are at the hotel. I don't know. It seems like they're still at the hotel. And she says uh, she woke up happy to know that no matter what, he ain't going nowhere. I have a sense of security. And then she's telling him, like, I really love the ring. She's looking at a ring. She says she mm-hmm. really loves it. And um, he wants to talk to her about Kelly. Uh, his ex that he has the six kids with. I didn't say one kid. I said six. He has six Uh kids uh with Kelly, his ex. And um,
0: he's like, I got to really clear things up and clear the air.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, she's talking about how she wants this big wedding and you don't even know, like if you thought I made you broke before, I'm really going to go, make you go broke now (laughs) with this wedding. And he's like, okay. And then he says, uh, you know, I really need you to meet Kelly so that you can meet the kids and we can just sort of, you know, ease into this. And uh, she says, "Uh, you know, I don't think I have to jump right in and play stepmom. I don't really think that's a good idea. And I think it's weird that you talk to her so much. Yeah, It's just too much for me. So you need to set it straight with her. She needs to stop disrespecting me. And uh, she looks at the camera and goes, I want to beat them both up, honestly.
0: (laughs) You know what? She's going to. She is going to. Yeah. He loves being threatened. Don't threaten him with physical violence. He loves it.
1: It, it doesn't phase him. He doesn't he barely blink. And um, she yeah, says, she's like, I'm
0: going to kill you. And he's like, OK, all yeah. right. <gasps> OK, you're so pretty. And mm-hmm. then
1: she says, uh, all right, well, I mean, I'll meet up with her. But don't be mad at me when your baby mama gets beat up, bro. And he just says, uh, all right, that sounds fine. That sounds fine. So now we have this, like, how they do these, like, uh, intermittent things where they just do us like, a little, like, four-second clip, and you never know what it's going to be. Well, yes, this... the chubby chaser yeah. interlude. This week, she tells the camera she used to be a chubby chaser, and she mm-hmm. could really go for him to gain some weight. And she said, look, here's the thing. Being a chubby chaser really just means there's a lot more friction and sweat, and so the sex is sloppier. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yep. I'm just going to leave yep. you with that. And I, I know you Thought. enjoyed recapping that part. <sighs>
1: so um, she tells the camera Kelly has really disrespected me and I want to fuck her up for real And uh, Sean says, listen, Kelly's just going to have to accept that Destiny's my fiance, and I really need to see the kids, so she's going to have to accept it. And he tells her, like, I will stick up for you this time. I will stick up for you. So I guess he's been telling Destiny that Kelly is bad-mouthing him, I guess. I don't know where Destiny got all that from unless she got it
0: directly from him, right? Destiny gets riled up inside of her own head. Sean doesn't have to give her any information. I mean, she's probably, she's just in her own head. She's like, who are you talking to on the phone? What? I mean, yeah, that's true. She trips out. That's true. She probably just assumes Kelly really, really wants
1: that hot bod. So, yeah, exactly. um, and <laughs> She, she said, just well, really misses those upper teeth. She had those six kids with him, so she's willing to yeah. go there. So mm-hmm. then she says uh, in the parking lot, you know, uh, if they call the cops on me, they should bring the two body bags because it's a wrap and I won't put up with it. And so the, they're like, okay, we haven't even gotten to the table yet. So they get to the table. This is a very loud restaurant, which is not great for filming a TV show in. It was like you could hardly, they had to really like crank up their audio. The restaurant was super loud.
0: and I Yeah, tell it was you one the thing. acoustics were really like all that white noise everywhere. Oh, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'll say one
1: thing. My father-in-law would have left. Mm-mm. My father-in-law, <laughs> really? if it's a rat, loud restaurant, it is a go. Mm-mm. I will not oh, stay wow. here. You will, will not insult me today. So, um... Kelly arrives to the table and sits down, and, she, and Destiny's just looking around, and uh, Destiny uh, tells the camera, I am not joking. This better fucking go good or it's over.
0: Yep. So, Destiny uh, good, is riled <laughs> just as Destiny always is, and her whole family, like my big fat gypsy wedding. I mean, she is ready to fight people in public all of the time. All of the time.
1: It's, it's, she is all on go at all as Car- moments. As
0: Karen Huger would say from Potomac, she is sitting on red day. She is oh. sitting on red day <laughs> Sitting on red day. Okay. Red ne- day.
1: Next we have uh John, our resident um fake American Indian, and uh Christiana. Now we're just calling Christy. And so uh they're together, and he says he really has to put a lid on this thing so the cops don't show. We're reminded that he also has been in prison, and uh, it's not going to be great for him if they show up to his house looking for her and that she's there. And then he reminds us that they never got to have sex. They never got to consummate because they only had those 19 minutes, so they had to have the quickie wedding, and they didn't get to consummate, even though he did have a mattress. Um, they get a bottle of wine, and they get into the Bonnie and Clyde truck, and she tells him that I, she really loves him. And he's doing so much for her, and she really appreciates it. And he says, "Like I, I feel like I haven't done enough." So she just gets overwhelmed and starts crying because, as we know, she's never had a you know relationship where somebody's you know loved her so much and done so much for her. And my she's, heart just and, goes out to her. I don't know why I, I have yeah. such a tenderness for her. I do too, because she really could probably one hundred percent turn her life around if she actually just had some actual treatment and
0: rehab. Because she really I know. wants she really wants it, you know. Um, And can I say, and tell me how you feel about this, and I know we're about to get to some disgusting scenes in a minute, but (laughs) barring those, putting Mm -hmm. those out of our minds, is John kind of growing on you, too, a little bit? He's only kind of
1: sweet, too. He's only growing on me because of how sweet he is to her. Her. Yes. Right. I Agree. I, don't, I don't dig his uh horror no, no, movie no. uh collection in his home or his room with like a random water pipe running through the middle of the floor to ceiling or whatever whatever's happening there. Um or his truck or his grossness. But I do think that he is very sweet to her. <laughs> his general grossness. His general grossness. So they're going to a hotel so they could consummate at the hotel. And uh, she says, I'm super stoked to show John some love. You know, I'm pretty good with the blowjob. And uh, he says, I'm going to get freaking
0: naked and we're going to consummate this marriage. I've never seen two people use the word consummate more. I'm like, are we on like a seeking sister wife situation where they're like a courtin' and a consummate and using all those words? Um, These did two not stop saying consummate. What else did they used to say on uh, seeking sister wife? They said courtin' a lot, but they also
1: said... Something like, um, not intimacy, intimacy. That's it. Yeah. We need they to use have our intimacy intimacy. A yeah. Mm-hmm. So he rips off his shirt and, uh, I was at a loss for words when that happened. Um, <laughs> it was, it was shocking. It, it was, was sho- shocking. It was, it was shocking. It mm-hmm. was, uh, looked like a 10 year old little boy with some uh, stick on tattoos had ripped his shirt <laughs> off.
0: It really and, did. You uh, guys, it, it really was, looked like a small child. I was mm-hmm. like, what, what were you covering up with that flannel? Uh, All that, all that, all that. (laughs) They
1: send the cameras away because they're ready for, as we jokingly say in our house, the HML hot monkey love. So they um, (laughs) and the camera crew is ready to go get like the smelling salt. Yeah, they're like, not enough mask and uh, face shields are going <laughs> to shield us from this. So after their after their <laughs> night of love and intimacy, uh, he tells us it was amazing. And she says, I don't want to go back to jail. I just want one more night with you. And my family, and he goes, "All right, look, let's just make, t- let's just take today to be a great day, and then we'll make it the best day possible." And she goes, "Okay," but he's still they're They're really—he should have already taken her back.
0: He should have already and it, taken her back. And yeah. also, boop boop boop, rewind a bit when they're walking in the room. Did you mention how, as she was walking in, she goes, "I can't wait to suck that cock." <laughs> no, I must have missed
1: that. Okay, I did not. Uh, she she had already told us that she gives a good blowjob. She told told him that on the phone too. If you recall, before we even met her, yes, she's when very the fly proud, strip was hanging right mm-hmm. on down into the crock pot. Yep, she's proud mm-hmm. of her specialty for sure. Yep. That's her that's her special trick.
0: So professional, says, dick sucker. Sorry, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly.
1: So um, they're going to make this the best day possible. So he says, "I've never felt this kind of joy and happiness, and we're just a great a good mix for each other." And I was like. You've never felt this kind of joy and happiness? You've been married, what did he say, four or five times, twice to the same woman? Like, okay, all right. And you've got, like, all these kids with all these other women, but you've never been this happy in your life?
0: This is the guy who, in his first interview with us, he was like, I have six. Uh, wait, hold on. One, two, three. <laughs> He'd count his kids? He doesn't even know? How many kids does he have? I can't remember. He doesn't know. Seven? Oh, okay, five six. or six? He doesn't know. How many marriages? Three or four? I don't know. One was to the same woman. One was to the woman's sister. Yeah, he told Mama this the first time he met her. That's right. She was like, let me get my my oxygen (laughs) tank.
1: Yep. Oh, God. So they get home, uh, and the sister and the mom are there, and she says, I'm just going to take one more day. And Tara says, things are really going to be worse if you don't just go today. And the mom's like, you need to just go ahead and go and not take this extra day. And Tara says, well, if I wake up tomorrow and she hasn't gone, I'm going to call the sheriff myself. I think Tara also has had her share of Mm -hmm. uh, law enforcement problems in Dubuque and uh doesn't want doesn't want any of this to come on her if they come to the house and then she's you know on parole or probation and then he's a, a, you know a convicted felon and poor mom's just sitting there with her oxygen like wh- why am I surrounded by these degenerates so Tara does say if she wakes up tomorrow and she's still there um
0: she's gonna call the sheriff herself I was like come yeah. on Tara And she says, well, I know it's a dick move, but I will call the sheriff. Yeah. I think they're all just really in a lot of fear. It's really sad. She just needs to turn herself in. It's just going to keep getting harder and harder. I think it's
1: nerve-wracking to be sitting there like any minute they're going to drive up, you know? Totally. (sighs) All right. Uh, Speaking of mouth holes, uh, Scott and Lindsay. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about dancing with vapes. uh, No, we're done with dancing (laughs) with vapes. Okay. So Scott and Lindsay. So he says, you know, he doesn't want their relationship to be over because of that one incident where she had written her manifesto out about how she's going to trick him. So her friend Tara Bell is coming over. Now, as you know, this girl's from Mississippi and she has two names like Mary Payne, Tara Bell, Tara Bell, Tara Bell Mary was, Payne. Yeah. First I thought it was Sarah Bell and then I was uh, Tara Bell. So I just called her TB for short. So t- Tara Bell's coming <laughs> she over. She is communicable. <laughs> and uh Lindsay says "Terabell has always been my rock during my prison sentence and just in my life so it seems like she knew her before when she was you know on drugs and whatnot and then they happened to be in the same prison at the same time just
0: luckily i guess and right, then just uh, to be clear was, this isn't just a prison monkey who became a best friend this was a friend of hers before they even went mm, into prison
1: they're long-term uh long-term monkeys and so yeah Tara Bell says you know uh Lindsay has just gotten very overwhelmed because the house isn't good. And I'll tell you what, with Lindsay, yeah, it is always about the money with her. And if you can't provide it, she will find someone who can. Mm -hmm. So Terabelle knows what's up. Terabelle just coming in and telling the truth. So um,
0: Scott meets Terabelle, and he's like, I'll
1: just leave you ladies to your you're talking. <laughs> I'll just be in here. Could there Aww. been
0: more of like a dad and teenage girl scene? I was like, this is a father coming out and being like, would you girls like any pizza? There's some Coca-Cola in the fridge. I'll just leave you to it then. Totally. How totally. about that TikTok machine?
1: <laughs> So me with my kids, show me, let me show you my TikTok moves.
0: It was such a dad and teenage girl. I couldn't even deal. I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is not your partner. Lindsay is not your partner. Lindsay, Scott is not yours. And when they argue, she's
1: like, I'm just going to leave. She's just like a teenager. And he's like, no young lady, you get back here. You're grounded. So, um, (laughs) give me some
0: Vicks Vapo rub.
1: So even that's not going to help whatever's happening there. So Scott, uh, Scott leaves, and then Lindsay is opening her gift that she got from Bell because Bell knows you don't come to see Lindsay without a gift. And she, and it's a makeup and stuff. It's just tons and tons of makeup. And she says, "Like this has got to be over two hundred dollars in makeup." And Bell's like, "Well, you know, I know you didn't have it for a while in prison, and so they're going to look at Miley Grace's another double name, Miley Grace's room. Mm-hmm. And see, I didn't realize that Miley Grace's room is like the loft. It's like an it's like." Uh, unfinished attic that they're finishing off
0: for her i didn't either i'm like it aren't there more than one bedroom in this house isn't there more than one bedroom in this house like they're in the master isn't there another room for her when,
1: we, when we've seen pictures before it it looked like that she was just in another bedroom that had a bathroom so yeah. i don't know if this upstairs thing is going to be like her playroom like a tv room or something i don't know what's um, happening it's
0: still not clear
1: we used to have an upstairs playroom in our house and uh, one of the kids' friends came over and, you know, they're like five or six little and they yeah. said, oh, uh, Mrs. Gilbert, can we go to your upstairs basement?
0: Oh, <laughs> that that And I was like, oh, our upstairs
1: basement. So I think this is like an upstairs basement situation. Okay, because, it's, yeah. Whatever. Like a little they, rec room loft. Yeah. They were just trying to get away from him, basically. Yeah. Was, they're just going up there to make out. Uh, furthest they could go where the ankle monitor would still work. And so um, it's either that or walk around the yard walk around the yard, but probably not all the way to the uh, sidewalk. So they sit down up there and uh, they're, they're sitting cross the legged, talking to each other. And Lindsay says, you know, he has really worked hard since I got here. Like he, he has, you know, worked hard on the place. You know, of course she's mad about it. We have to remember he thought she was going to a halfway house. So it wasn't ready. And um, Tara Bell says, I don't like him. Okay. And we're, l- I'm just going to say it. You're kind of out of his league physically and let's just let's just say it he doesn't have that much money right and um he doesn't really want to know want you to know how much money he has mm-hmm. because you might try to steal it and you know while we're at it he does know <laughs> about our relationship right and she goes well i never brought it up and we're like oh okay mm-hmm. okay so they were bunkies in the in the true bunkie sense in the biblical sense of they the were word bunkie sharing their bunk it mm-hmm. wasn't One over one. It was two and one. Okay. Exactly. They were both bottom monkeys at the same time. Okay. So I (laughs) will leave that there. So all right, all right. So next we move on to another mouth hole problem. Jessica and uh, Maurice, uh, you know, hot felon number two on this show.
0: Jessica was fully on her uh, bad medication run or whatever was going on again this week, both Mm -hmm. in the interviews and. on her like live scenes that she was filming in the shop again, something gonna... seemed off.
1: Well, we know there's something's not right. But but another thing I want to say that I saw on her Instagram a while back was p- pictures that she had of her in the wedding dress that we are seeing, but she's holding their baby. So I don't know if because of COVID they had to put off their wedding, and she had. But when she wears that dress at a wedding with him, she has given birth to the child that's currently in her stomach. Okay. Try to work that timeline out. All right. Okay? Okay. Maybe we'll find out. So, um, mom is telling her they're driving and says, sounds like Maurice is super excited to hit the streets and find a job. And she goes... Okay, Mom, I don't know if you should use that term, hitting the streets. And she's like, oh, goodness, (laughs) probably not so great for a gang member. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to a dress store to look for a wedding dress. And she says she really wishes that her sister could be her maid of honor, but they're still not talking. And she's saying like
0: four and a half years, apparently. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. how long she's been with this dude. Yeah.
1: And, um, she's hopes that one day it's going to be going to work out and be good. And the mom's like, I've just raised these strong willed daughters are both strong willed to so just brush it off. Who cares if she doesn't come? I was like, um, that is the weirdest <laughs> mom response ever. Yeah. It seems like the mom would be like, you girls are breaking my heart and I'm really going to talk to her. And you know, but she was like, don't worry about it. Brush it off. Yes, just your she sister. Cares. Who, who gives just a get shit? married without that bitch. Yeah, who cares about that hoe? So um, she She'll says... stalk her outside of her street <laughs> like you did before. You're a weirdo. So she says, uh, but I'm glad your friend Tiffany is going to, you know, be there for you and be your friend. So Tiffany arrives. And uh, Jessica is saying she wants something form-fitting. She likes lace. She wants to show off her curves. And then she tells the camera, you know, she's six weeks pregnant yeah. and she has put on weight. So she doesn't know how these dresses are going to fit. So the shop lady then says in a very set-up moment okay, we're trying on dresses. Let's get champagne. She doesn't mm-hmm. like, she doesn't like this first one she puts on. And she says, before we try on the next one, let's get some champagne. And, uh, she goes, I'm not, uh, I'm not drinking. <laughs> her tongue hanging out of her mouth. I'm not drinking. This is
0: the thing. These are the moments where I'm like, it does not compute. Something is not computing. She goes, I'm not thinking. I'm not. And her, her word keeps going and her tongue keeps falling. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't end at the appropriate beat. It's like and Aust- the interview it's like segments Austin. too.
1: Yeah, and Austin on Southern Charm has that blah blah blah, blah like thick yeah. tongue uh, situation. Yeah, it just doesn't I seem to- Tell
0: Maurice don't tell anybody. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me, woman. What are you saying? Are you falling asleep? Do you need help? Uh, Do you need a wheelchair? Like <sighs> she looks like she's like <laughs> falling out of her chair on the interview things
1: too. So, she says she's not drinking, and then she's like, okay, I'm pregnant. So, her mom's like, everybody's like, I could scratch, what? And then, of course, two seconds later, her mom's like, what? And hugs her and is really excited. And um, she goes, yeah, but I don't want to be fat on my wedding day. And mom says, well, how does Maurice feel? And she says, she says Maurice is super excited. Um, and she says, but now I'm worried he'll be mad because... We agreed not to tell anyone about the wedding. Of course, now we know the Dad already knows, and Dad hasn't told Mom. And, uh ah, it's funny. It's like a sitcom funny. Yeah, and, whatever. Um, she comes out Dad in another... Dad
0: gave the money for the ring that you're wearing on your finger right now as you're trying the wedding dress mm. because he found out.
1: All good points. Mm-hmm. So she comes out in another dress that fits better. She likes it better, and they like it. And it. Is it going to be a yes to the dress? <laughs> Let's toast with her. Apple cider. And Mom says... Uh, I'm going to tell, no, Jessica says she hopes her mom is going to tell her sister about her being pregnant and that will encourage her to come to the wedding. It sounds to me like the mom is like, I'm not getting involved. Y'all can work it out. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay. Here we're going to move on to Chevelle. All right. Chevelle and Quaylon. Quaylon is four weeks out of prison. So he's been gone for a week to Houston. And Chevelle tells us he's not answering his phone much. He's being very distant. And Maila is there in the kitchen with her and says, "Uh, Is your boyfriend going to come home? And Chevelle says, Maila really thinks of him as her father. And uh, I feel very disrespected. And I feel that all my hopes and dreams are being shattered in slow motion. I'm like... Chevelle, have you been reading that same book that uh, Lindsay was reading in prison? Like, what is this? My dreams and hopes are shattering in slow motion.
0: Yeah, they're Uh, really waxing poetic from the Instagram memes or whatever.
1: It's real dramatic.
0: Um, She should not be having her daughter call him daddy. I know we pointed that out before. I just can't stand this. Well, I thought it was interesting that she's like, Maiele really thinks
1: of him as her father and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, is your boyfriend ever going to come home? Yeah, she doesn't say. She not say is dad coming home. She says, "Is yeah. your boy, is your boyfriend that was here for one week ever coming back?" Um, so um, now here we are in Texas. Okay. Quaylon's sister calls him and says, I want you to go out with some of my friends. And he says, no, nah, I know what you're doing now. I know what you're doing now. I've got Chevelle back in Kansas City, and I'm not going to do that, man. But, uh, you know, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to go out with my sisters.
0: So He also he, says, he's like, my mom's got me doing chores. I'm in here cleaning up a garage. She had me at a job interview. I thought I was just going to come down here and kick it. And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> you have a good mom. That mom love, is a
1: good mom. Love that mom. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. Idle hand make the devils work. You get in that garage. <laughs> Start cleaning.
0: Devil so, is in these um, streets.
1: Yes, and Dubuque. So not in Dubuque. Houston. In the D. Um, <laughs> so he's going to go out with his sisters. Now I'm going to try to get their names right. Okay, we know it's Cuevante because I know it's like Beyonce, but it's Cuevante. And then Quanandria. Now Quanandria, mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that right, is the one that was with him in Kansas City um, when they came to visit, and she does not enjoy Chevelle.
0: No, um, Vonse Mm-mm. is
1: the younger one that he hadn't seen in a long time. So they go out to, you know, just sort of an outdoor kind of like bar and restaurant place. And they're having some beers. And Chevelle is texting him. And he's just like, oh, she's bothering me. Like, just trying to be cool, you know, puts his phone down. And now the friend comes, Alyssa. So the sisters tell Alyssa, you know, we have really been um, looking for a girl for uh, for, uh Quaylon, And we think you're going to be the one. You're the chosen one.
0: I know. This and is very, this is very seeking sister wife. It's like, very. we're offering up our, um, virgin who is having her moon right now. <laughs> it's, it's very much like, this is the girl from the village that we have decided upon. And here she is presented and to you. She's the chosen one. And, mm-hmm. um, Quay-Vance says,
1: if anybody has to pick somebody for him, it's going to be me. So the sisters are taking the selfies and they post, so they're taking one of themselves. And then they, of course, post one of Quaylon and Alyssa just to piss off Chevelle. Right,
0: And Qualon is like a month out of prison. He doesn't know how this game works, this Uh, social media game. He's like, what? Why is my phone ringing instantaneously? He doesn't know that immediately it has gone through the ether and all
1: the way back to Kansas City. (laughs) and She can see it right away. Oh, Um, no. So Alyssa is trying so hard to make a connection with him. She's like, so, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite animal? What What kind kind of of music music? do you like? (laughs) You like music? I like music. And he goes, I like any kind of music. All music. And she's like, okay, not specific. Okay. So So you like blue eyeshadow on your temple only? And it goes up to your eyebrow. Do you like this um beer? So she's trying real hard to to make a connection. She's the chosen one. She's got a lot of pressure. And um chevelle starts calling him. So he goes and takes the call out in the parking lot and she says, What are you doing? He goes, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling with my sisters at the crib. And he tells the camera, he says, you know, since I've been here, I I feel like I'm in a different kind of prison. I feel like I'm in a Chevelle prison. So they're back at the parking lot. And she says, now that's a lie. You are not with your sisters at the crib. You are at a bar on a date. And he goes, what? You crazy. What are you talking about? She says, he does not understand. He doesn't understand. And he says, (laughs) your sister just posted a picture on the internet with her friend. And you were there and you're trying to be sneaky. And he goes, you know what? This is why I don't tell you anything. You know, I am out here in Houston trying to get my space and you're blowing my phone up and I'm just going to turn it off. And she's like, uh, let's go back to the fact you just lied about where you were. He's like, gotta go. Hangs up. So, which is hilarious. Cause you're right. I didn't really put that together so much that he probably didn't understand. He probably thought, well, this will be on Facebook like tomorrow tomorrow. And I can say it was from three days ago. He didn't realize it was going to go just right out to the world, through the right to the satellite,
0: right to your phone. Yep, um, yep, yep. And you can get stalked in real time. Real Any time. Any picture taken of you. Tag, boom.
1: So um, uh, Quandria says, uh, you know, Chevelle calling over and over shows me that they are really not meant to be. Like, that's annoying. And the other sister says, yep first the first person you meet may not be the best one you have options he goes here i am again with the options so sick of hearing that word and they're like hmm." look at Alyssa; she likes all kinds of music
0: so that's the end of that really um
1: what do you does. what do
0: you really think about what's going on why do they all hate on chevelle so much they didn't like that she got him a truck they didn't like that he she wanted to pick him up from prison that they don't like that he wants to stay with her and the little girl. They say she has too much baggage. What? Because she's a child?
1: I think it's a, I love a mama's boy situation. And uh, the sisters and the mom just love him and hang all their hopes and dreams on him. And uh, he's been gone for a long time and they yeah. want him to get out and do better and be the man that they always wanted him to be before he went to prison. And that's why they moved their entire family to an, a whole different state for a new life for him. And then when he's hooked up, that has got this girlfriend. Now that's back in Kansas City, they're just like, oh, no, 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 this can't happen. So they're just trying yeah. to do everything they can to make
0: Houston more appealing so that he'll move there with them. Right. I, don't, I really don't think it's a personal thing with Chevelle. I mean, she's got her own home. She's a professional. She comes from a good family. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like she is a problem. In my eyes, she doesn't appear to be a problem. I, I Who's going to she... drag him down the wrong path or something?
1: no, I think she's a good match for him. I just think she's just, uh, just not, um, geographically attractive to them. They just, they just want her to be in Houston. And I think they also probably judge her a little bit. Like who is this girl that's going to date a guy in prison and then kind of pull him out and try to make him be the father or, you know, they, I think they're a little, they're a little judgy. Um, but either way, they just want, they just want him in Texas, like the end. Yeah, the end. They don't think he needs to be out in those streets in Kansas. Okay. The family so, Quay has spoken. Family Quay. Like you said, the family Quay Quay. So <laughs> Quay Quay. Quay to the fourth power. Okay. So now we go to, speaking of Quay Quay,
0: Heather and Dylan. Oh, right. shit. Dylan, I'm glad he's still with us on this earth. He's still with us. He's still yeah. with us. He's. I could see where he would be a real
1: good salesman because in all his Instagram, he's like, Coming at you. It's Dylan. So, you guys want to know how come I'm so good looking? I don't know. Genetics. Next question. Um, <laughs> he it. is, uh, he is really sells some products now, like solar panels. Maybe he oh, sells, I believe sells it. some Thrive Duo patches. I don't know. But he is. Uh, He's out there. He's he's selling, and and he's it's so good looking. You'd buy anything from him as long know? as it's not ecstasy or firearms. no, no, it's not ecstasy. But he could. He says, you know, that's just a business as well. No firearms. Okay, so here we go. Heather, thirty three. Dylan, thirty. They are back in the car ride from hell. Okay, that's where we we go back. Mm-hmm. And she is yelling to him, "Give me the keys! Give me the keys!" So what happens as the car as they've gone down the wrong way down that one way street? He's like. Witch-a! pulled over to the side, and she's yelling, give me the keys, and then he gets out of the car. So I didn't quite understand, but he tells us that she slowed the car down enough that he was able to slam it into park and take the keys. Now, that is some real uh, fast and furious shit. I mean, she is driving, and he leans over and slams it in park while she's driving. This
0: man is fresh out of prison. And not 24 hours later, he has been in several altercations with great aunts and oxygen machines and Heather, and now he has to pull a full park and stop, pull keys out, and save himself from an abduction. I mean, totally. It is traumatic. I cannot believe he had to do this. She is, is beyond. She's beyond crazy. Her face in these scenes, how scared were you for him? For everyone. It was, like,
1: it was like an incredible Hulk with like the vein going through the head, the veins in the neck. Yes. And um, ah. she, she is screaming like she's crazy. And so now she's like spitting, yelling, spitting and yelling at the same time out of the car. And we're getting all this. The production's catching it. He stepped away from the car. She's in the driver's seat <laughs> and she is screaming, you bitch. And mm-hmm. then he's like, okay, hey, listen. She's like, I hate you. Like a toddler, right? I can't even do yeah. my, my
0: throat from my ENT visit will not allow me to I scream. Know, like I she's know. screaming. Yes, did you tell your ENT that I was trying to diagnose you with gonorrhea of the throat? I did not. Okay.
1: Inform him of that. I did not insult his profession in that way. I'm <laughs> just um, wondering. So... So he's standing back, he's like, whoa, like, calm down, like, whoa. And there, you see these production people in their cargo, cargo shorts and their tank tops, and their droopy drawers and their tennis shoes, Chuck Taylors, running all over the place trying to get a hold. There's like, we got a car jackknifed in the middle of the street that's already banged up from all the other boyfriends that she's dumped out on the side of the road. And she's screaming, you bitch, I hate you. So she's now screaming. She's rolled all the windows up and the production is filming her from across the street. And he's got on the passenger side of the car now. And she's screaming, give me my phone, put it through the crack and get out of my fucking life. So she has cracked the passenger side window and he just pops that little iPhone right through. through. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as she's squealing off on two tires, he's like, I have nowhere to go. I live with you. She drives off. So he tells the camera, uh, I had no money, no phone, no nothing. I had to run to the crew and beg and borrow a phone from them to catch an Uber. I'm like, let's just be honest. You got in the production car. Let's don't pretend exactly. that you created an Uber account and called an Uber from the production phone. Okay. No. no.
0: So he's, he says, And you know, yeah. this crew is like in on wanting to help him too, because they just also witnessed this trauma. They were being screamed at as well. They were traumatized too. They were like, everybody
1: do you have on your steel toe boots? Cause she's about to run right over your feet. So everybody back up. Don't let the equipment get damaged by this crazy girl. So in the car, he's, he's driving in the car in the, what we would assume is the Uber, the production car. And he says, things have been unstable since I got out It's been 48 hours. Uh No, it's been, I think, 24. Yeah. I mean, since I got out, like it's been, it feels like weeks, but it's only been Mm -hmm. a day. He says, things have been unstable since I got out. And this is just not how things were supposed to be. And he kind of tears up. He tears up and he says, this, this Heather was not the girl that I've been in love with for five years. And so he says he's called his mom and his aunt to get some advice and assistance. And he meets up with them at a cafe. So the Mm -hmm. production has dropped him off um, and brought the camera in. And he says, you know, the whole time I was in prison, I only got to see my mom a few times because Heather would just go nuts and say, my mom was trying to monopolize all the visits that she could have. I mean, that's super fucked up. That's crazy. So that he sits down with his beautiful mom and his sweet aunt, And, um, he's like explaining like what happened and how upset he is and everything. And mom says, this is not fucking right. You tell me what you want. And Robin and I here, we're going to put it together for you. And, um, he says, you know, um,
0: Heather was with me for five years. She was, she was five years. That's the thing. That's the thing, Mary Payne, that I can't get over. It's not like he met her a month ago and she turned out to be crazy. Five years together for a long time. I mean, she has his name tattooed in every language on her body. Mm -hmm. Red flag. Number one. Yes. But they've been together a long time. The pictures of them over the years. I mean, they both changed their looks and everything. Yeah. And, uh, he says, I just can't, I just can't pull it. We can't pull it together
1: for one day. We've been together for five years. And he goes, I just can't walk away. I just can't walk away. And mom and Robin are like, Come with us. We are here for you. It's your mom and your aunt. We're here for you always. And he's like, okay. And he tears up. I felt so bad for him. Most guys would be like, uh, this bitch be cray. I'm not going to shed mm-hmm. a tear over it. Like, get my prob- my place of where I'm living changed today and get me out of here. And I have, you know, the video to prove that she's trying to kill me. So then we have next is the season finale. We say next week on the last episode of Love After, After Lockup. Boom, ching, and they say, "Let's see who's fully committed." And then we see Jessica's sister coming to the wedding. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see who is breaking free. Then we see Lindsay and Tara Bell making out in the loft attic for Miley Grace, while Scott says to the side, "I don't know. Her friend might not be a good influence." And they're just like <laughs> going at it.
0: And this is and let's this see the- if Jessica can keep her tongue in her <laughs> mouth
1: and then this happens and we see destiny with the pregnancy test saying oh he has no idea i'm expecting the worst
0: so we'll see that's gonna be the season finale we're gonna see she's pregnant i think that would that would like two different scenes splice because it looked like she was still in the parking lot saying that and i think she was still talking about that bitch kelly which is i'm sure how she refers to her (laughs) kind of like carol baskin style yeah yeah okay that's it there we are there There we we are. are Okay. okay, let's get the time down so we can time stamp this bitch. Uh, we need to talk about 90 Day Fiancé the other way, which is becoming increasingly dark and depressing, especially when filming Yazan's final days, which is now what I'm logged in as. Ooh. Um, I'm, st- it's I'm, still called- ter- I'm still terrible. Still terrible. It's, called, it's called Fight or Flight. That was mm-hmm. this week's episode name. And let's go ahead and start out where I started out. And Did the episode start here with Jenny and Sumit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Jenny and Sumit. Jenny. Is mm-hmm. wearing a very tragic, ill-fitting tank top. It's got to be said. It's got to be said. I think and she now looks looks great. said it. I think, I think, think she, she looks great. Okay. Sumit has not washed her hair in many days. He needs to get on that because we know she won't do it herself. mm whoo he's been on some field trips he's been trying to get a divorce and jenny's been back there just trying to do a bun <laughs> i look like jenny today so I, you know what no shade there you all go. right sumit has built a shrine in their home everybody has a family shrine mm-hmm. and they'll have a ring ceremony soon he says and so he wants to light some incense and pray that everything will work out and their ring ceremony can happen without much drama we know that that's not true <laughs> Gonna- ever be true for them right. and then he's like I will make you a nice surprise breakfast now and they go in and Jenny just stands there in her very sad tank top <laughs> and they discuss the ring ceremony party and Jenny goes I am so excited about a party because I get to dress up and party and celebrate and I just thought of that target me- that um Kristen wig. Yes yes, yes! yes! I can't ta- wait to Party! <laughs> When she's on the plane yes. and bridesmaids, that was Jenny. Oh, yes. oh god! Oh, Sumit's so parents still don't approve though, and Jenny's like, "Why didn't you tell me this until today?" And he's like, "Uh, it literally happened yesterday. Like, my divorce was yesterday." Yeah, that the dad said we still don't. We don't care. We still don't support it. Yeah, yeah, we still don't care. We still don't care, yeah. guys. If you're hearing dogs barking all around and um in between everything I say, there's just a pack of dogs running around my house. Just a pack. Oh well, maybe yeah, you can hear my yard,
1: my yard being mowed at the same time. So there's it's nothing only, nothing
0: nothing but professional
1: podcasting here, guys. Only nothing,
0: only professionals at work here. Okay, he says his parents will never approve, but he swears no one will destroy their chances of getting married this time. It is true love, and he is going to marry Jenny. Bomb bomb Four days later, coronavirus. This shit is real. This shit is real. And four the days later, don't matter it. I know.
1: Four days later, I was like, didn't you know about it four days ago? It wasn't like brand new information.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, let's think back about ourselves. We were like, oh my God, do you think school will be canceled Wednesday? It's November. All right, that's true. And we were doing the same thing. Yeah, I was like, should I book that spring break trip? Yeah, go ahead, book it. Yeah, it's canceled the next week. I mean, yeah, right, right. We were all just. You're right. You're right. What the hell? Okay, you're right. Coronavirus has hit India. The prime minister put the country on lockdown. There is obviously not going to be any ring ceremony now. Mm-hmm. Sumit is scared of COVID, he tells us, as he's walking around with a mask on, in completely desolate streets, like apocalyptic environment out there. Nothing, not even a stray dog to be seen. No street violence shown, as per <laughs> usual, in their neighborhood. <laughs> There's no one just punching another guy in the back of the head Mm-mm. while, like... nothing you know, a possum runs by and somebody <laughs> else sips their chai. Just the normal scenes that I actually really enjoy of these, this place in India where they're living. He says he's scared of COVID because quote, and these are the words we want to hear every man we love say about us. I am diabetic and Jenny is old.
1: Yeah. Those are two worries. They are on yep. merch Alert.
0: Merch <laughs> alert. I am diabetic and Jenny is old. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sumit, be still my heart. Okay, we then fast forward to March 28th, (laughs) 2020. Jenny FaceTimes her daughter, Christina, who is really worried about her mom. She's like my mom, who was just described as old by her fiance, is in India. I don't know if she's going to get back here. Like the world became very scary, very fast, as we all remember. Yes. Nobody knew what was going on, and my note is, "Hey, where's Jen the Enforcer?" Because I think Jen the Enforcer would have some answers. That's Christina's wife, who we love. Yes. Normally, she just stands in the background, flexing. She and she has arms crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the look. Like yeah, the, the run asses. DMC,
1: arm cross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: run DMC, current yeah. references. Well, you oh, know now Chewy's joining in. You guys, hang on. All right, guys, sorry. So, they're launching Ch- in mode. Chewy does, is a... Does Chewy respond to that? you just telling him to shut the fuck up? No, he responds to me yelling at Skylar to shut Chewy up. Oh, okay, all right. And okay. then, so it's a tag team system. Yeah. Got it. But don't worry, don't worry. No one's interrupting husband Aaron, who's working in his basement office. He's doing mm. fine. Nobody worry, please. No, nobody don't- worry about my husband. He is
1: uh, behind two doors in his office having a <laughs> conference call. Not worried whatsoever. <laughs>
0: No, nobody is interrupting. Nobody's uh, they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. In case you guys were worried about them, they're doing fine. Their struggle mm-hmm. is real. You know. By the way, never the, being interrupted. The guy that's here
1: mowing the yard,
0: I had to I send him, him.
1: Yeah, I had to send him a note yesterday and say, hey, make sure you don't come on Tuesday between these times because my husband's going to be like recording some sort of live situation that'll be going out to other members of the company. I don't know, whatever. It's very important. So please make sure you don't come there during there's time. So guess when, what time you came during this time. The time that I'm recording. Mm-hmm. okay hmm Okay. But don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, he won't come tomorrow when my husband's <laughs> recording something. That, that's
0: important. <laughs> this up here.
1: In the podcast room, not so important. Mary, are you Payne and I are always te-
0: Mary Payne and I are always texting each other, like, in case you're worried about Bruce, in case you're worried about Dave, no need to worry. They're doing fine. They're fine. Nothing in their life is bad. It's all being taken care of by everyone. They were else. able to eat a meal sitting down. Don't worry about yep. them. Do, Just do standing not worry about in the them. kitchen.
1: Standing, kicking, kicking Violet
0: off my leg. Who's trying to climb me while I'm eating. It's fine. Go ahead. I'm eating a hot dog with my hand like an animal because I don't have a bun. But don't worry. Don't worry. I've cooked something for the rest of the family. Everyone else is fine. Okay. So Jenny and Forrester isn't there standing in the back. like Run, DMC. (laughs) Amazing. And then we fast forward to April 8th. Jenny and Sumit are at the wiffle ball stage of quarantine. What is happening? It's like a cricket. Okay. It's a cricket bat. Yeah. So cricket in my understanding it's like baseball but it has that flat
1: bat situation yeah. and you
0: have to wear all white it looks so- like the paddles that used to hang up in our elementary school classrooms back when we were threatened with the sight of a paddle oh, in every uh-huh. room we yeah, were in yeah, yeah. okay yeah normal 80s uh working classroom so they're playing cricket and jenny's like you know at first it was exciting and we really got to know each other <laughs> i'm like please no more that's it. all you need to say and now they are freaked out and bored, and they're at the stage where it's not fun anymore. And we've all been through it, and here we are watching it on our screens. Yeah. Go to May second now. May second, Prime Minister is extending the lockdown for two more weeks. And I want it to be like, and six more bots. but you know. <laughs> and she was like, "Yay!" I was like, is "She saying yay because that means she gets to
1: stay longer. Because probably know. at this point her
0: visa has run out. She's well, just that's getting what she says. Say. She's yeah. like, I just got to sit here and my visa is going to expire, but we just have to sit it out and wait. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't they, so they can't get married anyway. I don't know. Okay. I know. All right. Then we move on to Binyam and Ariella. This it's is rough. just, oh, it's rough. Oh, this is just like a total shit show.
1: It's Ari rough.
0: doesn't want Binyam to dance and play the ass drums at night all of a sudden because, but he, he needs to, because they need the money. Says John, Give job. me the money. Yep. Yeah. She's having a hard time with the new baby. Totally normal. She feels isolated. She's more isolated than most. However, as we know, she's also a brat. She's bratty about stuff. Mm -hmm. Binyam's siblings at least come to visit her every once in a while, and they all awkwardly sit around and talk about how there's just a lot of beautiful foreign women up in the club. That's how Binyam is working.
1: That's how he met his first wife.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's breastfeeding a baby and they're like, yeah, Binyam's just around a lot of pretty foreign women all the time over Ooh. there playing the ass drums. Like, how yeah, are you doing? doing? <laughs> how you holding up? Yeah. And she's like, she, she's like, they just come
1: by. They don't even like tell me they just drop by and the wish comes in and is passive aggressive and tells me about these beautiful women. Everything's fine. <laughs>
0: so we, her parents are flying in soon. And I mean, she's had a stank face on the whole time she's been in Ethiopia but she's excited to see her parents. Yeah. Before that though, we have this scene where Binyam is Binyam is is often filmed in the bathroom in or around a toilet. Hmm. He's he's at this moment trying to build a toilet or fix a toilet, but before he was like in there sitting on a toilet, plunging something with a shower cap on. Remember like he's yes. always filmed sort of in that bathroom, there's always a toilet involved in his scenes. Like Almost like the toilet, it's written into the toilet's contract. <laughs> well, I was just annoyed because he's fixing that toilet seat,
1: which I guess the lid had come off and he'd gotten like mm-hmm. a kit to, and I was, and she goes, yeah, that's great. Like, I'll be glad not to like fall into the toilet hole every time I go in the bathroom. And he was like, yeah, I'm finally fixing it I was, because you're, I don't want your dad, you know, to come and see that we don't have a toilet. Yeah. Lid. I'm like, you should have just fixed it for your wife. So she's not falling into the toilet hole one week after having a C-section. Seriously. So I was Can annoyed I was annoyed that he had not fixed it prior to
0: that. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. I'm getting more and more annoyed with him as the episodes go on. I am too, and I'm annoyed with her in general, but I also yes. have empathy for you guys know we do. I don't know. I have empathy We're, for her. Yeah, I do I too. Do. Um She is like wanting to see his phone at this moment of the toilet fixing. She's like, I want to see your phone. I feel like girls are messaging you and you're messaging them back and a lot of weird stuff is going on and he's evasive. He thinks she's paranoid and she grabs his phone because he won't give it to her. Before that, she tells him that when he goes to sleep, she goes through his phone.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was like, I've been going through your phone and there's all these things. And that one girl I called and when I spoke in English, she hung up and I was like, oh, you took it one step girl, one step too far
0: yes yes and she goes should i just call every number on this phone and say hi i'm B- i'm baby's girlfriend i just had a baby with baby what the fuck who the fuck are you i'm the like fuck well first you? of all yeah. everything about that sentence would be confusing <laughs> i'm yeah. baby's girlfriend i just had a baby with baby right okay right. No, mm-hmm. it's like you only know one word in english people would be mm-hmm. like uh do you need to translate
1: it's like carol so- watswell's so- dog baby and baby, Maybe and, baby. And, baby. All, and i just named them all
0: baby yeah mm. so cool and tip. <laughs> Okay, so he is like, you're acting crazy. Sometimes when you text me, you know, when I'm at the club, the phone is off or I can't get to it. And she's like, (laughs) I told you, never to your
1: fucking phone! That's the one thing I told you! I was like, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Benyam." Don't say that. Just say you didn't have a signal. Don't say you exactly. turned it
0: off. Don't say you turned it off. Uh-oh. Was oh, good? Oh, so we're at the next night or whenever. I don't know. Later after same the same night, she's the same night, same all, night, all day and all night about okay. the damn phone. Yeah. They're heading over to wait in the hotel lobby, um, Ari and baby Avi are while Binyam goes to pick her parents up from the airport. He tells her as they're going to the hotel. drop mom and baby off. Oh yeah, I have to work tonight. After we all hang out, I'll just have to go in there for a little bit. Now going in there for a little bit means working all night and then sleeping all the next day, which I really think is the issue here. Yeah. Because her parents are going to be tired. I don't think they'd expected some big long visit, but then it kind of comes out later because she flips out. She's like, no, that's not okay. He apparently had promised he didn't have to work that night and she knows that he'll just be sleeping the whole next day and her parents are only there for a little bit and he's going to be like checked out. Yep.
1: Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like, that's not cool because you should, like, you've never met my dad. You should be spending, all, until they go to sleep, you should be available. And that's kind of what he said. It seems like he left and I'm starting to get sketchy vibes and I'm done. I don't
0: like it because I liked him at first. I don't want like to turn on him. him. I don't want to turn on him. I know. You know it's going to happen. We oh. always end up turning. Yeah. Binyam does greet the parents sweetly at the airport. He's got flowers for both mom and dad. Dad yeah. is named Fred, and he's meeting him for the first time. He's totally nervous. Dad is so sweet and laid back, and he, he like, doesn't want Binyam to call him Dr. Weinberg. He's like, call me Fred. And he tells the cameras that Binyam has really kind eyes, and he, that's a good start. He's just like an aw shucks kind of good guy. He seems yeah. like it. Okay, they get to the hotel, and Ari's mom is just thrilled, of course. That moment is so wonderful. She's like, give me that baby. I know, she's like, give me that little guy. (laughs) So she's she's like, he's the absolute cutest human being ever. Ari really can't believe her father is there. And she says he never travels everywhere. He just works all the time. You know, we know he's a cardiologist. Yeah. And he's here. He traveled 24 hours just to hold the baby. And he's with Avi. And they're like, is it like looking into a mirror? Because it's like very <laughs> much like a date. Um, what's his name? Michael Darby. Oh, where the baby, yes. Potomac. Well, yeah, I where told the baby you. Yeah, I looks told you. like the
1: father. Exactly. Sorry. A couple of weeks ago when I was saying... When they first brought the baby home and she was saying, you could just call the baby Dr. Fred Weinberg. Right. And and then I was right. like, and I was like, wait, what, wait, their last name is Weinberg. It's Greenberg. I couldn't remember, but I knew it was something like she made a joke about the baby looking just like her dad. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess he's got that Michael Darby, like bald head white guy thing. So I guess that all babies would look like that. I
0: don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think it's just yeah. a given. They yeah. come out looking like your dad little, who's bald. Little old men. Yeah. Yes. So it's very sweet for a moment, and then, of course, the nitpicking and the fights start right back up. The parents are worried that Ari is struggling emotionally. She doesn't have a lot of support there. They're disappointed when they hear Binyam has to leave for work, and Ari throws him directly under the bus by being like, yeah, and he didn't tell me. He doesn't plan very well, does he? So she's starting in, and they go back to the room. Everybody gets settled in, and you hear the mom behind the door going, oh, there's cake and a scale. Let's get rid of the scale. Give me the cake. (laughs) funny. And I was like, that's my girl right there. That's My woman. Yeah. My girl. Yeah. Just include some Ruffles chips and French onion dip. Yes. And we're going to make a night of it, girl. That's right. A night of it. See you tomorrow. (laughs) So Ari is with the baby and Binyam, he's getting ready to leave for work. He's like burrito wrapping baby up. And she's like, I just can't believe, you know, you're going and you didn't tell me and you better not think that you're going to sleep all day tomorrow. You know, this is ridiculous. And he's like, no, no, no. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And he hands her the baby, and Avi's just, like, doing that newborn scream cry thing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, now you're going to leave me with a crying baby, okay? (laughs) And I'm like, this is painful to watch. Like, can we have some funny moments? He's going to go right to the club to find some
1: butt drums to play. Seriously. He's he's like, oh, I've got this girl at home
0: yelling at me and telling me, like, oh, you're going to leave me with a crying
1: baby. (laughs) You know. I know, Ugh. and
0: you know, some real dirty, dark shit went on with their first relationship too. That they keep comparing her to. I'm like, what about your brother? How about your brother's acting the same in every relationship? Right, right, yeah, you I, know, yeah. We we still want to know that
1: story. If anybody knows it, please pass it along. I what happened would love there?
0: To know what happened yeah. there. All right, let's talk about. I, I just have to sigh every time I look at this. Tim and Melisa. I cannot believe we're still talking about these people and whether their relationship will work out one day. I don't care! I don't care! I don't care! care. Don't I don't care! care. Nope. mm Melisa doesn't even care. She nope. doesn't care. She's like, I don't give a fuck if this works out. No. She has n- not one shit to give anymore. Yeah. The only person who really seems to care is Mama Cheese Stick, Robin, who comes down with Aunt Carmen. They come to visit Median. Uh, Robin... It ostensibly hates Melisa, and Melisa hates her. But they all like hug, like it's old home week at the airport. Very warm greeting. It's very
1: interesting because you you hear this backstory of why they don't get along, but they're all, I I don't know. Maybe it's like, she's been in his life for so long and I haven't seen her in a while. Let's hug. But I know we're going to end up having to talk about what we don't like. I don't know. I'm so bored with them. I'm so bored with them. Yeah.
0: I know. Let's just speed through this. I mean, it's awkward at the apartment. Melisa says she's going to her parents to stay and they're like, won't that be weird? And she's like, no, I don't care. Bye. Next day, (laughs) mom, Tim and Melisa go out shopping and to a cat, like to it. Well, this whole um, plaza minorista yeah. okay I'm probably what saying you, that what did you say plaza minorista minorista Minor. uh, yeah
1: is that what it said mm-hmm like minister with an A on the end minorista listen. Minorista?
0: you guys the no, more I say listen, it the, listen the worse I sound no habla espanol okay no okay mm-mm, mm-mm. no it's breckens Deutsch okay <laughs> <laughs> incredible actually and, my yes. note here my note here is did ricky visit this when he had the jaunty scarf tied to his head and his fanny pack and he was on his day-long excursion Mm. Well, i feel he, like he walked through here
1: i feel like he did too and this was when this is ricky was one of the first seasons and he had that girlfriend but then he found a second one while he was there because the first one with <laughs> the braces ditched him and then he found that second girl but he was also married he was also married and then started trolling people <laughs> on Facebook groups. That guy.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Making and, sure. And he walked around 24-7 in Colombia with a fanny pack. And, and it he, became its own character.
1: He wasn't messing around. He wasn't anybody <laughs> stealing his stuff. He's going to keep it right there by between his gut and his <laughs> junk. He was ready.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I swear he walked through this place. Okay. I they about sit Ricky. down at a little, a little outdoor bar, and they toast with their beers and their limes. And the mother is very sweet. She thinks Columbia Medellin is incredible. She is, like, praising it. And she's like, the people are warm. It's lovely. It's beautiful. I just am taking everything in. Then, of course, because production tells them to, they have to discuss the awkward fight back in the States that happened. And Melisa, who can't forget that the, his mother... The Mama Cheese Stick threatened to call the police on her. Mm-hmm. They kind of talk around this, and Robin, Cheese Stick's mom, says, "Okay, if you're a couple and you can't get over what has happened—the cheating—then you just need to separate and move on, you know. But I love you to death, Melisa. I love you to death. And if it's right, if it's meant to be, that I'm here for you 100 percent." And Tim comments that. Okay, they're both talking around the issue but no one's really ever going to apologize. So it is what it is. And I'm like, yep, yeah, the, let's move on. The and women, sing. yeah, the women aren't going to apologize to each other ever. No. Yeah. No, fine. I don't care. Just get out care. of here. Okay, bye-bye. Uh one one sad and sweet moment happened. I mean, many sad moments, but then really funny sweet moments also came in Devin and Jihoon's scenes this week. I could not believe it. First of all, we get the really sad news Devin shares that she had a miscarriage and mm. it was shocking. You know, they were just accepting the fact that she was pregnant again. And I'm like, can you people actually get jobs and get your shit together before you have any more babies? Yeah. That said, very the, sad to hear about sup- her miscarriage. Super, super snug condoms
1: not working. They're not working. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Double up. And Double up. He
0: needs to use his hand for a while. Oh, my God. He needs to use his hand. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Jihun is sad, too. He's trying to be more supportive. He gives her seaweed soup. He's trying to pretend like he knows how to hold a baby. It's just like, oh, God, J. I <laughs> I mean, he's like, huh? He's do- like, he doesn't know where the head goes. or It's a mess. Baby Young is adorable so and looks cute. like a little doll. Like, hey, I wanted to squish those cheeks. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's cute. so cute. Jihoon says he'll even watch him. He'll even watch his own son. His own son, <laughs> Mary Payne. While his mom, who has also been surprisingly supportive, comes and takes Devin out in her public school van with her driving car. <laughs> like she comes in that van again.
1: What is going on with this I, van? I know you were like, "It's a rented van." I go, "This is their car, and it's, <laughs> it's also a car. cab." They throw some people in the back. They're <laughs> dropping them off as they go. It's a cab. Yeah, it's their
0: car. Yes, it's a it's their car. You're right. Yep. I was like, "This has to be a rental." Nope. No, that's so, their car. Okay, Mother Hoon is taking Devin out to the Heyri Modern History Museum on a grown gal field trip. They're going on a field trip, and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is my jam right here. When they were I, walking I, through this, I, knew you would they, like I was it. like... I knew you would Ooh. like it. Yeah, yeah. I was loving it. I rewound it. I was checking out every little scene. It was like the recreation of a village inside mm-hmm. of a space and also displays everywhere of different things throughout history. Yeah. I was loving this. I was like, this would be where I'm at all day long, taking Did only en- breaks for seaweed soup. And you enjoy that, uh, the squatting on the floor, pretending
1: to poop in the floor? Absolutely. Hold on for yeah. your life?
0: Yeah. These moments when the mother, Mother Jihoon, because they can't really talk. They have their little janky translator apps yeah. and they're trying their best, but as yeah. they're walking around... The mother does tell the cameras she just wants to show Devin a lot of love because of what she's going through. And I was yeah. like, okay, you know, you were like kind of a monster a month ago, but yeah, you're being really sweet right now. That was really sweet. It was shocking, shocking, shocking turn of shocking. events. Shocking. I know. <laughs> and then, surprisingly, they have a ball at this place. I mean, they yeah. don't even know what each other are saying. They are walking around looking at everything. Mother Hoon mimics taking a shit over a bathroom hole. She's like, Ew! She was like, this is toilet, this is toilet, this is toilet paper. <laughs> now you do it. Devin's like, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, if they bust out the bidet and start cleaning each other's anal, <laughs> it's over. This will be the top number one scene ever in 90 day oh history. My God. So they are just losing it. And, and the mother goes over and hops on what looks like a sex train. <laughs> um, what is that? It's supposed or, to or be... Like a,
1: it's, it's, like, like it's like, it's like, it's, it's like kids play a statue?
0: Leap... No. Yeah. Yeah, it's it like... statue of a human caterpillar, right?
1: But it's like kids play leapfrog where one leans over and the other puts the hands on the back and leaps over. But when you leap over, you stop, you know, so it's making a, a train. So each person is adding to the front. So you're trying to see who could like jump over the most people. But anyway, okay. the mom did, it did, it did seem sexual. It did seem yeah. sexual. She jumped on and was like doing reverse Cal girl. Like, whoo! She's like, let's like, go! Oh, come on, <laughs> show me this, Devin, come on. You what show me the poop, happening? now show me this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just really hamming it up, though, in a mm-hmm. way that hasn't really happened yet. And even yeah. though they can't talk, there's enough stuff to look at and act out that they're having fun together. And Devin actually cracks, like, a very rare smile during this scene. And I'm like, okay, at least she like, smiled once this entire season. And she's probably so depressed, you know. After uh, yes. it's, it's just an awful time after that. I can attest to that. And it's just it, it's hard to smile at anything. So it was very sweet that they at least had this, and they sit down and have a very tender conversation through the janky translator apps. Again, very yeah. surprising how well this went. Yeah, the mother Ji Hoon's mom says, as a woman, I think you have courage, but if you just be patient, good things will happen again. And Devin thanks them for supporting her. And she also says into the um, translator app, this museum is very cool. And the translator app is like, this museum is chilly. And the mom's like, oh.
1: But but how... How did she know? Do you think the producer said, the translator app said this? Because how did she know that it said the wrong thing for her to say it again? Like, oh, this museum is amazing. Like, she changed what she said. I don't so know. So I was wondering how she knew that it said the wrong thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if it, like, types it out for you. Someone who knows about these it's things just a, It's just like a little, looks like an egg. And you're, like, talking. I'm like, why yeah. don't they just
1: use the one on the phone that comes with the know. phone? Okay. I because don't know.
0: The production wants this thing to mess up their... Yeah. Translation, Because it's yeah. hilarious when it happens. Um, Devin thanks her and the dad for supporting her. She get, she actually says, you guys have made all the difference. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, they must really be reaching out a lot. You're helping and them. They hug and they promise to maintain a close relationship in the future. Big hug. Aw, cut to now. Devin's on OnlyFans. They're broken up. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: Speaking of OnlyFans, today I have on my (laughs) navy blue, navy blue sleep bra instead of the beige. I have a black
0: uh, sports bra that Uh has faux snaps. Looks like you can unsnap it. No, no, faux. No. Mm -mm. Faux snaps. Mine's Mm -mm. just the same old gap sleep bra,
1: but today I, I I went away from the beige and went right to navy. (laughs)
0: You know, our OnlyFans account is going to like that. If you guys actually think we have an OnlyFans account, it's a joke. We started on Patreon about, Mm -mm. you know, two middle-aged ladies starting OnlyFans in beige sleeping bras. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With... Like dogs on our laps. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's, woo,
1: sexy. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. Sorry. Sorry. Let's talk about the darkest situation of all and someone who I've grown to now despise every time I see her on my TV. Brittany and Yazan. Brittany is a whole nother level of hateable at this point. She really is. She really is. She is the worst. She is really being the worst. She could have gone a different direction with this and she has decided to just, nope, nope, just be the worst.
1: I think she just wanted to be on TV. I, I really at, at this point I agree.
0: at this point what is the point of all this? It's it's there is no point. Yeah. There is no point. It's awful. Yazan uh, looks tore up from the floor up when they actually film him in that car talking. He's not doing well. He's, he's not doing well, you guys. He's not doing well at all. Mm-mm. He got in an Mm-mm. accident and he's telling the camera crew you know, I tried to tell Brittany what happened, and she showed no consideration or no compassion for me. I feel like she just blames me for everything. And I was like, well, you were kind of blaming her for your accident, too. Right. But she is awful. She's awful. They're both awful together. They're toxic. They are toxic. Mm-mm.
1: It's, and that whole, like, girl, please. You know, and I was like, oh, no. She's awful. I know. She is awful. And then she decides, I'm just going to call it a girl's trip. That's what it is. It's a girl's trip. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yep. that's,
0: what, that's where you're going on a girl's trip. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. You're going to go hang out in Jordan Ooh. and get thrown into a prison because you're right. walking in these streets with both tits hanging out. Ooh. I mean,
1: oh Ooh. God, we'll get
0: there. She flies out there, even though she said last episode she wasn't going to go. She's like, we're just going to make the girls trip with her and her girl, Angela. She goes, I don't expect Yasin to pick me up from the airport. I don't know. We fought over text and then I didn't hear from him and here I am. And meanwhile, we cut to Yasin who says, I hate her, but I love her. So I came to the airport. And <laughs> I'm like, Yazin, you have so much to lose. She does not. Literally your life. I mean, you have everything, everything. to, yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta get out of this. TV show or not, you gotta get out of this. This shit is too real for him. He says, I don't even know if she got on the plane, but here I am. And he shows up, and she says she doesn't see him, just walks kind of right past and back of him. And he sees her leaving in a taxi, and he's, like, flipping out. He's like, what? Am I just here to be ridiculed? She just gets in a taxi. She doesn't even look. There's no way she didn't see me. What do you think? Do you think she saw him or do you think she really did not see him? I
1: just have to think about the guys in the cargo shorts and the boom mics following her and why didn't he see her? Because there probably wasn't a camera on him. He had sat down by that guy who was just trying to enjoy his sandwich and he sat down by that guy. And we didn't. Now, <laughs> whether they have footage of him sitting there or not, I don't know. But both of them have cameras on them. I can't imagine there's a lot of that going on in the airport. It it seems like you'd be able to narrow it down. But when he said, "Am I just here to be ridiculed?" I think he was talking to production. Like you knew, you knew she was doing this, and you just brought me here to ridicule me. Like this is, yeah. I think he was talking to production. Like he was. You guys are just. You guys are now making fun of me, and I'm actually going to get murdered. You know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's too far. It's too far in every direction, and I'm just feeling nothing but bad for him at this point same it's same. like get the fuck out of this okay the yeah. next day um she gets to the hotel and he says i'm starting to think my family is right about her and that i need mm. to end this and i'm like yes what was yeah. your first what was your Please. first clue yeah oh god so next day Brittany's friend angela arrives she's staying for a week they, it's time to pop the champagne, you guys, and talk trash about Yazan, their favorite thing to do. Drink and talk trash about him. The only reason that Brittany is there in the first place. And Brittany says, I'm not even going to see him. I don't know. We're just going to do stuff together. And Angela's like, uh, I think you might want to like, you know, meet up with him. You're all the way in Jordan. She's the voice of reason. She's a very normal person, this Angela. Trying to be. Yes. I yeah. know. Yeah. And Brittany is just perma-smiling and drinking her champagne the uh, creepy ass perma smile and her uh, braces and she's like yeah. I'm gonna FaceTime him and Angela is wondering meanwhile like if poor Yazan is going through something mm-hmm. deeper and it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he is and, cause Brittany's like but that's not really my problem like a total she's, brat she's awful she's really uh-huh. awful I know she, she FaceTimes him and immediately they fight about the airport mix up and she starts going into her like sneering jeering Mode that she just sinks to every time. She's like, just act right. Just act right. And then she just hangs up on him. Yeah, he's
1: like, I cannot believe that. And he's just immediately like, I cannot believe it. I've been sitting here waiting for you to call. I saw you at the airport and you just left in a cab. And he's immediately, and she doesn't try to say, like, hold on, let's talk. Like, no. I didn't see you. She just is like, you know, girl, bye. And like, hangs up She's on him. super yes. immature.
0: Very, yeah. very. The next day, I, I wrote, these two need to split up now before a murder occurs. Okay, the next day, Brittany. Britney's boobs and Angela head out on the town. Everyone is staring at Britney because she's like, Oh, my coat will cover it up. And she has cleavage out on purpose. And she just leaves her coat open and she goes, it's just that I'm so shapely; they can't help but stare. It doesn't matter if I'm wearing a full hijab or if I'm covering everything; they just stare because you know I'm tall and I'm shapely, and I'm like, oh god, girl. And you have a cam- you also have a camera crew following you around, right?
1: Right. And Angela wore like a turtleneck and some nice pants, and she yeah. looked she looked very nice. But she, that's what even she she's had never even been there. Brittany's been there several times, and Angela goes, "That's you really can't wear
0: that." She's never even been there. People yeah. are yelling sin at her. I mean, it's like aggressive. It's it's not good. It's Ooh. not a good situation. And Angela has the good sense to be embarrassed, but Brittany loves the attention. She loves inappropriate attention. Right. That's right. She loves it. Mm-hmm. And they get to this bar and it's filled with pretty much only men. And they sit at the bar, but they're served. And they're just, like, brought a fifth of rum. I guess you just, like, pour it in your own cup. I was like, what is this? Yeah. It's just like, here's and your drink. Here's your drink. It's out a bottle. bottle. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, at least it's not hand sanitizer, Destiny style. <laughs> uh, true. And Brittany admits she's been, like, okay, maybe, like, a smidge unsupportive. Uh, you know, she misses him maybe a tiny bit. Maybe she'll deign to see him. And then she calls him right away. Ooh. And... They both talk about how they miss each other. You know, come pick me up. And he's like, give me your location. She's drunk. Yeah. She's drunk. Yep. And Angela, again, voice of reason, she's like, uh, is he going to be real happy to see, like, you're this tipsy, uh, the first time you're seeing him in a Ooh. while after you guys have fought like a hundred times in the past Ooh. week? She's like, I don't know. I don't care. They're cackling. It's, it's not good, you guys. They finally make their way out of the bar, and Brittany is on the street like, Kroenke is not dead, oh, Or whatever oh, she's saying. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, please, please. Button your coat. Be quiet. Exactly. <sighs> Put a sock in it, as my dearly departed grandmother would Put say. Put a sock in it. Put a sock in it, Brittany. <laughs> I mean, he's going to pull up, and we stop here, and we see next week. They both get in, and Brittany is a mess, and he's immediately pissed, and I'm just like... Can we please stop the torture of watching these scenes? Please. She does
1: say at some point, you know, he goes back and forth on drinking. Like, sometimes he really doesn't mind it. And other times, I was like, well, it probably depends on whether he's around his very strict Muslim family, what, how yeah. he feels about it. And right. it's on camera. It's probably not going to boost your case with the family that you're uh, crunk out in the streets of Jordan with My your boobs God. out, girl.
0: <laughs> Down the <laughs>
1: the with your boobs out and your
0: yellow see-through
1: top come on now oh
0: my god make it stop so that brings us to the end of 90 day the other way this week do we have did you did there you watch are. the scenes for next week or you didn't care hell no i just saw him pulling up the car <laughs> i don't give a shit until shows so, up, so it shows up i'm so into scenes for next week and you're like nope never nope <laughs> nope, it's enough. After I'm done with the last note, I'm like, and done. I slam that <laughs> slam that laptop down. Slam it shut. <laughs> I slam it shut like she shuts off a phone call from Yasin. Boom. Bye. What did I see
1: somebody said on Twitter the other day? And I wish I could give them credit. But it, somebody's like... Like, has anybody else had this where they get in their car and they take their mask off and they slam it down like they just did an eight hour surgery on Grey's Anatomy? Totally. <laughs> get yeah. in the car and like rip it off and throw it down, right? You get in the car.
0: Yeah, yes. Like after a Target trip and you're just like so pissed. You're
1: like, ah, take it off, get the thing off yeah. my face. I had it totally. on when I went to my doctor's appointment today, obviously, you know, the whole way and the whole way. Yeah. And I've gotten to where I, was, I used to when I would leave a building and there was nobody around. If I was in a parking lot, I would go ahead and take it off. Um, because you can, that's legal, but now Mm -hmm. I've gotten to where I get all the way in my car with my door shut and then I take it off. Mm -hmm. Why? What germs do I think I'm saving myself? I don't know. know. It just makes me feel a little better.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We're all getting real weird up in here. Real weird. Things are real, really maladjusted. Real weird. So do you have anything to say before we go?
1: Yeah, I do have some exciting news. Thursday's pink episode episode. Thursday's pink shade. pink shade episode will be my interview with, drumroll, Armando. Armando! Of Armando and Kenny! Yes, I'm so excited. Excited, And I will say that this is partly due to Linda, our Bunky, who um, has gotten cameos from him for for other people, that someone's gotten one for her. And then so he knows the word Bunky a lot because of uh, the group over there. And uh, I sound like uh, Andre, that group over there. And um, Bunky uh, d- that Bunky Schmonkey group over there. So anyway, Armando, uh, I posted, you know, on uh, the gram about the thing that he sent me that's sitting right here next to me. And, uh, he wrote me like personally is like, thank you so much. Your group has always been so supportive. I don't know if you knew it was a podcast group or whatever. And I was just like, Hey, while we're talking and best friends, Do you want to be on my podcast?
0: (laughs) And he told me He's like backing (laughs) away slowly from his computer. Oh,
1: oh, should I should have talked directly to that girl. But it turns out he was like, yeah, that'd be fantastic. You have to contact this person at TLC. I was like, oh, too bad for you. I know that person at TLC. That's our same person. So we went back and forth and now he's coming on. I cannot wait. I'm
0: so excited.
1: I'm so excited. I
0: I am too. Thank you, TLC Discovery. Thank you, Armando. I can't wait. People are posting some questions in the Facebook group. If you guys want to go into the pink shade Facebook group, Mm. there's a a link in the uh, show notes. And again, our Patreon links are in there and our links, or at least our address on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is, um, at pink shade pod. You guys can find us all over there. And I can't wait. You're going to interview him on Tuesday. So the day this comes out, Mary Payne will be interviewing him. So in your final minutes of listening to this, get on the gram, get on Facebook, (laughs) get a question, post it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Be back later in the week. Bye, Mary Payne. Bye, Erin.